This episode of Intergalactic Interviews is brought to you in part by SkinandBones.ca. Do you need photos taken for an upcoming live show or a photo shoot for a new album? Do you want professional results without the hassles of worrying about whether or not your photographer is getting the right shots? Then book your next photo shoot with SkinandBones.ca today. I do it, and they even make me look good. SkinandBones.ca. Book it now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Intergalactic Interviews. Hold it a little bit longer. Hey, it's uh, me, MD of the Boomsday Alliance. This is indeed goddamn episode 40. Holy shit, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I decided to celebrate episode 40 by bringing in two very fantabulous motherfucking guests. Some very funny, funny, funny gentlemen that are currently residing on the West Coast, but soon to be on the East Coast in the West Meets East comedy tour. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for our in-house guest, Stephen McNeil, and the mighty Brad Dorian, way, 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 way out on Prince Edward Island. Hello, guys. Hey, how's it going? Hello. Hey, Brad, that was uh, pretty subdued, all things... Considered. I mean, uh, here you are, waiting all day for us to give you this call, you know? And uh, yeah. what are you, patio drinking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I am, uh, we have a keg, and we've been drinking keg. We just finished steaks. I'm at my parents' house, and my parents are very rich, so uh, <laughs> I have a lot of, of things that most people don't have, like uh, access to a pool, and um, yeah, that was great. Diamond rings. <laughs> Amazing. Must be nice. <laughs> yeah, what are you just living the the slow coaster life out there, just fucking enjoying it, eh? I'm out here drinking Seven yeah, Eleven yeah, coffee. Yeah. No underwear on. <laughs> I am wearing pants. Yeah, stuff is slumming it. Yeah, no pants. It's real hot in here. Real hot. <laughs> uh, guys, I appreciate you taking some time to come on the show. Uh, although our phone guest Brad Dorian is currently on the East Coast. Uh, we actually are aware that our in-house guest, Stephen McNeil, is going to be leaving us to the East Coast, back home, actually. It's not even leaving us. Yeah, yeah. Actually well, just returning from whence you came. Yeah. I go to, well, I'm going to Nova Scotia for the summer, and then I'm going to Toronto. Toronto? Toronto. Is and, that T-R-A-W-N-A? Or, yeah, yeah, no, it's still the same pronunciation, just uh, this ridiculous accent. <laughs> I, uh, I personally really, 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 really dig uh, the majority of uh, all my friends from the East Coast. Yeah. And uh, I have an affinity for them. Maybe it's a last name. Maybe because I'm a McDonald. My sister married a McNeil. Oh, really? So maybe this makes sense. Yeah, that's but, uh, it. Dorian, can you uh, trace Dorian all the way back to uh, your Celtic heritage there? What's going on? Uh, yeah, I, I can trace Dorian back to 1650. Uh, <laughs> uh, Alexi uh, Duaro, he, uh, he was expelled by the English uh, back to France, and then he... he then moved back to PI and established. But uh, yeah, oh yeah, I'm I'm as Canadian as it comes. How they, my, how they oh, get rich? How oh, do your family oh, get my, so my rich? Are, my parents are actually related. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> they're, yeah, they're both uh, they're both from the same small town, um, which explains a lot of my mental issues. Um, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, I was just uh, wondering here as well, Stefan. We were wondering how did your family get so rich? You know, being expelled from the mighty empire, and then the potato game. <laughs> oh, my, what my family? Yeah, that's yeah. Right. 
and my father was a public servant. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best kind of thief. I love it. That's good. I, uh, I, I, I'm actually going to Halifax for the very first fucking time in my life. Never had an Atlantic experience ever. As much as I live out here, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm originally from central Canada. Mm-hmm. So every time I do any type of introduction and, and the conversation reaches that point, I always get, yeah, I'm from, uh, from Kenora, Ontario. And everyone goes, oh, Toronto. And I'm like, no, it's like 29 hours from yeah, yeah. Toronto. And they're, like, <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, so, oh, so you're from central. I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh, you East Coast guys. So I'm like, wait a minute. What that. the fuck? Like, the closest coast to me is like Hudson's Bay. I don't have, you know, like an affinity. <laughs> I love it when I meet people from Ontario out here and they say that they're from the East Coast. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm from the East Coast. They're like, I am, me too. I'm like, where? Toronto. I'm like, you're not. That's not the East Coast. And if you were in Ontario, you would never say you were from the East Coast. They're like, no, but like, New York's pretty close to us. Yeah. And they're East Coast. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, because there's actually an ocean If there. anything, they would talk shit about people from the Maritimes and the <laughs> real East Coast but then they get out to Vancouver they're like yeah East Coast East Coast yeah no kidding man a lot of beef with you Ontarians that's why I'm here that's why you're here <laughs> just set it all out <laughs> yeah, you can sort yeah, it yeah. all out here sort all out that's good well uh, as you guys know or maybe you're not aware for all our first time listeners we uh, we tend to have the show kind of steered more towards listener interaction with the last half of the show we have like viewer questions listener questions and then we play a segment everyone's favorite segment on this show which is called too offensive <sighs> and uh, the rules of which will be made very goddamn clear to you as we get there <laughs> however uh, I thought maybe we just start with some questions maybe get immediately right into it in the sake of time zones and everyone's fucking uh, interest is that cool perfect is that good Brad sounds good sounds good yeah all right uh, let's see <laughs> It's actually on my goddamn phone. Isn't this hilarious? Well, we're going to sort this out right now. Did not think this one through. Yeah. I was like, oh, uh, surely I'll have the fortitude to figure this out. <laughs> and uh, here I am. Here I am. You still hear me, Brad? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm good. God, technology's fucking amazing. It is. I can't believe I could do this while you're on the phone while we're recording a podcast. This is retarded. I know. It feels like back to the future somehow. <laughs> like, this is all powered by some sort of fucking fascinator and Who was the second guy to get off the, uh... Who cares? Uh, Was it Buzz Aldrin? Buzz something? I don't know. (laughs) Some asshole. Yeah. You both immediately were like, who gives a shit? (laughs) This is not about (laughs) intellectualism. It's all about Neil. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all about number one, baby. (laughs) Yeah. Slow down there, degrees, with your fucking George Clooney talk. (laughs) All right, okay. Uh, Boys. This segment's called, uh, well, it doesn't really have a goddamn name, but I've just been calling it, like, Rapid Fire. It's basically Coke or Pepsi. So you just got to pick one or the other. You know, there's no wrong answer, but there are wrong answers, and I will grade you accordingly. Okay. So, uh, question the first. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Individually, please give me your answers, by the way. Question the first. The Mighty Ducks or the Sandlot? Mighty Ducks. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, I'll say, I'll say uh, the Sandlot, mostly because I think that that really fat ginger kid is funny. Sandlot? Uh, and yeah, yeah. I don't really have a preference for hockey or baseball, but uh, I, I really enjoy laughing at redheads. So I'm, I'm going to say Sandlot uh, because of the redhead 
what that kid who's like the great bambino that guy <laughs> yeah 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 and he's got like so many freckles it's just like he's there there's no he this, this kid's not getting laid until there's some sort of like arranged aspect to his marriage uh, <laughs> he, he is a, so like i feel sorry for the kids plus they were a lot poorer uh, uh, kids that play hockey usually have a little bit more uh, wealth. Uh, well, in Canada, I think you'd you be able to relate to people with more um, wealth. So, yeah, so so, but like <laughs> baseball can be picked up by anyone. That's why they played in Cuba. Everyone's in Cuba is super poor. So, uh, but uh, yeah, so Sandlot all the way. Okay, Sandlot. And uh, Stefan, as you projected your answer, and I uh, wasn't aware that I don't think Brad or, or you know. Mr. Dorian was yeah. aware of your answer. Yeah, I don't think so. I just I just picked Mighty Ducks because when we were kids, I, we only had like a like a box of VHS tapes, and Mighty Ducks Two was one of them, so we watched it all the time. I don't really <laughs> Sandlot. <laughs> I'm not really into freckled face kids that never get laid. It's not really my thing. <laughs> I uh, I think this might be a deal breaker, Stephen. Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, okay. the uh, The next question is uh, well. Uh, let's go here. Okay, Mike Bullard or Alan Thicke? Clearly, the theme being canceled Canadian variety television ho- show hosts. I'll let Stefan go first on this one. What was the name of? I was Alan really, Thicke's I was going to say the same thing for Brad, just because I really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll go first. I'll I'll say Michael Bullard. Uh, I'm always for the underdog. Uh, Michael Bullard's super scrappy. Uh, he likes to rough it up, whereas Alan Thicke's a little bit more polished. You know, <laughs> he's uh, you know he's 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 got that sheen to him. You're talking about seem, uh, you're talking to Mike thing. Bullard. You're talking about Mike Bullard like he's like a like a featherweight getting ready to fight. He's like ah, you know Mike Bullard's got a big hook. <laughs> came from nothing. Yeah, he, he came from nothing. Yeah, he was fighting. He he's always his way Brad up. is all about the underdogs. Overweight, freckled things. Yeah, kids can't yeah, get his Mike way Bullard. into uh, obscurity. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I'm just gonna go with Alan Thick just because me and Brad have a little thing going right now between. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, there's a little contest going. Well, I was actually wondering, just off the top of my head, what was the name of Alan Thick's show? The Alan Thick Show with Mike Bullard. I think that yeah. was it. <laughs> with Mike Bullard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was all. Yeah, it was yeah. all a spinoff. The Who Cares about Canadian Entertainment Show? No. <laughs> apparently, apparently, this Fast Five is just full of it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just nothing like a perfect segue. But uh, Trailer Park Boys theme or Kids in the Hall theme? Oh, that is actually. Do you need a rendition to jog? No, in not at all. Down, 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 down. Right, Brad. Oh yeah, uh, shadowy man on shadow uh, on a shadowy planet. That was Jesus. the band that, that did that. Brad, you, uh, you so fucking I'm, win. I'm all all for the Kids in Hall theme. Kids in Hall is probably one of the best Canadian exports uh, within the last thirty years. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, for good. Sure, Kids in Hall. Dave Foley, right? Fucking rights. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I think say I don't know. See, I I love both the themes. I'll just just because I'm from Nova Scotia, maybe I'll I'll just go with <laughs> Trailer Park Boys. I guess. That is a beautiful theme song. It I is beautiful. Like it. 
And then for it to cut right into just like the dirtiest people after that beautiful the little chaos, yeah. The juxtaposition yeah. of that yeah. theme is uh, really well placed. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what I like about I that I have theme. to give it up to, to Brad Dorian, though. Jesus Christ. He yeah. Had, he had... I, I was a fucking peasant, and I just wrote the Kids in the Hall theme. He had the, the artist... The song name. Yeah. He even gave me the track number on the CD. It was fucking insane. Was yeah. <laughs> track two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> track two on a shadowy planet. You fucks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, here's one. A warm beer or a poorly rolled joint? Uh, <clears throat> I'm not much of a pot smoker, so I guess I'll just go with... Really? I couldn't tell by beer. all your energetic replies here you're giving me. <laughs> I'll go with warm beer, I guess. I mean, a pleasure, like, yeah, a poorly rolled joint just like burns away too quick, or, yeah, like or you never get to actually light it because, yeah, so you never, even though it's terrible, you don't actually get to enjoy it either. Yeah, warm beer. <laughs> what do you think, Brad? Yeah, and it depends what it is. If it's like a good IPA or, yeah, you know, yeah I'm, I'm going to be drinking that at warm temperature anyway. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't go so that far. It's like poorly roared joints, like I, I don't think I think I was like fourteen the last time I smoked a poorly roared joint. Like <laughs> I, I, I pride myself on my joint writing skills. So uh, plus, I usually smoke from bongs anyway. So oh, I see. That's a that's a clean way uh, yeah. to live. Yeah, there's nothing better than watching like an adult roll a just a terribly rolled joint and then start passing it on. So get a pipe or something if yeah. you're going to participate in this at this age. <laughs> Have some, have some <laughs> dignity. Be an adult. <laughs> yeah, be an adult. Be an adult. Do some coke. Yeah. Let's figure this out, okay? <laughs> Either learn to roll a joint or start doing blow. Pick one. <laughs> okay. Well, that was perfect. Uh, you both got uh, 83%. But <laughs> that was good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, Brad got an extra 4% for his uh, shadowy fucking reference. Hats off. Thank you. Hats uh, off. These questions are now from our listeners. They come in. Uh, they came in frantically under the fucking goddamn wire. <laughs> and uh, the first one here is directed to Mr. Brad Dorian. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Question the first. Brad, this comes in via Facebook. How much shampoo do you go through in a month? <laughs> Follow-up question. What kind? Um, I actually don't use shampoo. Uh, okay. I, um, I have like a natural curl that requires uh, a lot of like scalp wax, so uh, <laughs> so I just I just kind of let it go. I don't, I don't wear deodorant and I don't use shampoo, uh, but I do I do I condition the fuck out of my hair. Okay, uh, it is it is it is silky smooth at all times. Uh, uh, brand wise, I don't know. I just steal it from my girlfriend. So I understand. Uh, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're a man of discerning taste, I can tell. Yeah. Although, on my back hair, uh, I use um, that herbal essence. Oh, uh, okay. That fucking, that's super orgasmic. Did you say for your back hair? Yeah, my back hair, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no follow-up question. for the lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a... Uh, in this audio-only podcast, a lot of ladies out there listening right now going, okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. First of all, there's enough there to shampoo. Yeah. Second of all, you know, <laughs> working backwards through that statement. Uh, that was good. Okay. Just a uh, second question. Stefan. Stefan, describe a likely scenario in which you could win a physical fight. Please project. Uh, <laughs> say if somebody had just been... 
it win a physical fight maybe if maybe if you just got out of a hospital due to a pulled maybe, maybe a broken bone <clears throat> maybe you have some kind of disorder you low iron you're feeling weak okay so someone would have to be getting out of the hospital yeah yeah probably immediately if possibly I was, say if I was if I was waiting for you outside of the hospital you didn't see me coming I blindsided you from the side maybe you just had surgery uh, maybe if I brought a couple buddies to make sure they just in case things go uh, yeah. alright maybe adding up get the poundage right yeah yeah no I'm just kidding I'll, I'll fuck I'll fuck anybody up yep let's do this <laughs> yeah okay I figured that you know you're a tough guy I wanted to sort you out that is not true <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to know who asked that goddamn question uh, yeah yeah that's, yeah that came in through Twitter I'll, I'll hook you up after <laughs> yes that's good. that's good I'll be looking for you uh, oh here's a good one uh, this might take a little more uh, actual thought. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, uh, this one came in via Facebook, and it says, "What is the hackiest?" And it's totally spelled wrong. But what is the hackiest routine slash bit floating around right now in the scene? Oh hmm. boy! Uh, and for people at home that are just like, "What the fuck does that mean?" Well, Brad has his joke. About uh, <laughs> start picking apart Brad. I wish I could it's even. Like, oh, well, Brad has a joke. <laughs> I wish I could remember any of his material. That would have been a great. Uh, uh, Haggy is a joke in town right now. I don't know. I, I have a joke where I bring um, like a like a cantaloupe on stage. Yeah. And I smash it with a sledgehammer. Yeah. Uh, I I've heard that that's been done on multiple levels. So I would I would I would have to nominate myself. As uh, being the hackiest uh, comic uh, within Vancouver, it's a local sure. favorite. It's called the Brendan Gallagher. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've been doing uh, all of uh, what? Lenny, what Lenny Bruce's material. Right? I found a couple of videos from when he used to host or audio clips when he used to host uh, strip shows. That, that's all the material I've been doing. So you just started verbatim. Doing yeah, verbatim. No one's really noticed yet. <laughs> Nobody really knows any Lenny Bruce, so I'm just that's what I've been picking off and gradually going through his career until someone just finally reading catches off me. His actual yeah. arrest reports. Yeah, and I just all read that, yeah. right out of a transcript on stage. I don't know how don't even I change got his name. It. No, yeah, it's, it's Lenny Bruce. That's my stage <laughs> name. People are idiots. Oh fuck. Well, that makes sense. I'm, yeah, maybe we can come I'm, back to that. Uh, that's one. What's up? I've been I've been recently reading just transcripts from the show Caillou. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, it ha- it hasn't been going over well, but I, that's pretty hacky, I I would think. Caillou pisses me off so much. I've never thought of anything so animated. I just wanted to punch in the mouth. I don't know anything about Caillou, but people seem, grown adults seem very put off by that cartoon. Anybody I talk to that knows what that cartoon is, like, I hate that kid. I'm yeah. like, what is... Does Caillou I don't, I need to watch it just to see what's going on. No, he Swear to God, he's got cancer. He's got terminal cancer. Do you know what and to go back to the other? He's four, but he's super bald. I could, like, I could take Caillou. I could probably beat up Caillou. I could, I think I could take. <laughs> oh, him. going back to the if question. I could blindside him outside of a hospital, I could probably take Caillou. So you could take Caillou. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Caillou just has like like superior um, uh, like telekinetic and 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 like telepathy. And so he, he has no hair, just like Professor X has no hair. He's a freak. And he just like controls his parents, and he's like that kid from the Twilight Zone that like can like wish anything to happen, so everyone treats him really well. Because that little piece of shit is, I would slit his throat about his parents. Okay, I got horrible. I got, I got a follow-up question: Who could Caillou beat up? 
Brad Dorian, oh, you could probably, uh, I, I put my money on Caillou if him and Brad ever got into the ring. I'd oh, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Brad's tall, but real weak in the ankles. I refuse to touch children anyway. <laughs> so, uh, uh, um, yeah, so I think Caillou could probably take me down. Plus, I think Caillou could take that, that hospital guy down that Stefan could take down. Yeah. Could take down? <laughs> yeah. Well, so, wait a yeah. minute. So then, yeah. just by logic. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mostly mostly because I think Caillou could take Stefan down. So yeah, okay. he would be able to, to beat up anyone that Stefan could also beat up. <laughs> I'm really Me glad and Caillou you, are yeah. about the same level. I'm so glad you paid that road because that's where I was going with that. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that's what I call back. Yeah, that's yeah. what I call callback. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's good. I appreciate. He does a that. lot of he does a lot of callbacks, Brad. It's real real hacky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just like that's the hackiest thing I yeah. do. It's just, I don't it's, even know why it's gonna come off like I really don't like. I don't know why I'm doing this tour with this guy. I'm really yeah, not a fan. Yeah, we haven't even talked about the goddamn tour yet. Yeah, but we only got two more questions, okay, and, then, uh, cool. and then we'll talk about the tour a bit. Is that cool? Yeah. And then people yeah, will be yeah. like, "Yeah, why are these guys even on the show? What are they talking about? What the fuck? <laughs> just talking about Kanye uh, and Mighty Ducks? You guys talk about Sandlot and shit. I don't give a fuck. I'm like, okay, <laughs> slow down. Fucking, let's do this. Okay, uh, this one goes. Uh, this one goes, uh, it said, oh, Jesus Christ. Did you just lose the call? Yeah, I just lost it. Smart. This is what you get with podcasting. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, question the fourth, uh, or whatever question we're on, I don't know. Uh, name three comics funnier than yourself, present company excluded. In the Vancouver comedy scene? Yeah, this came in via email, so. Who is this? Who are, <laughs> who's sending in these <laughs> yeah, goddamn questions? this is another comic who said this, for yeah. sure. It's like Kyle Bottom. <laughs> he really like yeah. uh, messaging us. Nah, nah. Three people funny. There's a tons of people that are funnier than me. I don't know. Uh, can like, I just name three people that I think are very funny in the Vancouver comedy yeah. scene? Yeah. Well, you know what? I can curate this question as much as I want. Fuck it. I'll, yeah. I'll say okay to the local scene in Vancouver. Uh. Right, you go first. <laughs> that was a nice move, Brad. That's how yeah, you know. No. He's like, okay, well, this way he could say me. <laughs> I'm very, I'm, I'm struggling so, so much right now to name three people that are clearly not doing so great and throwing them under the bus or, <laughs> or be nice. That was dastardly. That is a constant struggle in my life is just to either be very nice or very, very mean. Um, I don't know. Who's funny? Uh... Co- like stand-up comics or comedy people? I don't want to give. I don't want to give comics any credit. You, you're just here in a non-comic standing. Is yeah. that what you're saying? You don't want to give I, any. Aaron Reed. Aaron Reed is. Uh, he's part of Sunday Service. He's. He. I guess he does stand-up comedy too. I, he's part of the Sunday Service. They do a show at the Fox every day, which is an improv show. I think he is. Uh, probably my favorite person in Vancouver to watch. He's, yeah? He's so funny. Everything he does, he gets on stage. And he's one of those guys that, like, he's so good at improv, and then you'll see improv guys come and do stand-up, and you're like, hey, like this is our thing. Like, you guys do your thing. <laughs> and then he gets up there, and I'm like, God, your his premises are great. His stage presence is great. Uh, yeah, he's he's great. Uh, That's good. That's very positive of you to say that. Yeah, now I'm going to have to say something real negative. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just gonna have to take Brad down yeah. a few. Let's take this guy. Yeah, let's sort him out. Um, who else? I don't know. Brad, you go. You go with one. Yeah, Brad. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm gonna say um, Jordan Cohen is That's one of lie. my favorite comedians in Vancouver <laughs> right now. Yeah, Jordan's. Uh, 
didn't you just perform yeah. with Jordan this weekend? Yeah, me and Jordan yeah. were just in Kamloops and Kelowna. I'm just kidding. He's a good buddy. Jordan, shout out. I don't like your comedy, but you're fun to drink with. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan's actually going to be on this show. He, uh, you've, been, you've made a big mistake. Huge mistake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you oh, might oh, want yeah, to... No, yeah, you're like let's get let's get clear what we're talking about here. Yeah, he is a train wreck. Yeah. You know, <laughs> now, train wrecks make for very funny people. Jordan, first time I saw Jordan was actually not too long ago. He, he was uh, emceeing for Kyle Bottom's Going Away show. Yeah, actually, and then I, I thought he was. Uh, I thought he handled that really well. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that led to that conversation. So yeah, he's going to be on the show sometime this fall. Not sure when, but uh, we'll figure it out. That's great. Um, yeah, there's that some people. Good. There's some people. I'll, there's some people that like aren't really known in the comedy scene. I, Andrew Sauter is an amateur comic, and he's one of those guys that when you like when you watch him, you know, like as soon as you f- figure out what you're doing up there, you're gonna be a, a killer. But like right now, he's like one of, one of those guys that like off stage is just like the funny, and on stage too. Sometimes when you like nails it, off stage is like one of the funniest people I've ever hung out with. Andrew Sauter. Andrew Sauter, look him up on, I don't know, oh, link, yeah, LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> come up on LinkedIn. <laughs> Facebook him. Does, does anyone immediately go to LinkedIn? They're like, oh, I can't find him. I may as well just look on LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right away. Uh, I don't know, and then I. Who else? Brad. Who else is funny? Jacob Samuel is uh, very funny. I really like Stuart Jones. Stuart, Stuart Jones, Jones is really very funny. funny. He helped run the uh, Goldie Group. Yeah. Uh, the Dick Darrow show. Uh, <laughs> I think Stuart's really good. Yeah. Yeah. He's I, like a clone of comic, but yeah. Yeah, I haven't met Stuart yet, but uh, I've heard very nice things. Yeah, he's so. he's another guy that's like we we're talking about Turnbull. Uh, and Kyle. Too. Oh yeah, we were talking about Turnbull. I, I uh, off the air. Just oh, right, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, was we were off the air. So, and they're like, yeah, uh, yeah they're guys. are like Vancouver is really tough to be uh, like a kind of like a dirtier shock comic. Not shock comic. Not the Kyle's. Even well, cool. uh, shock comic, but or, just to kind of bring people up to speed. We were off before we started the episode. We were talking about comics, and on the weekend, I went, uh, I went to Yucks, and uh, so I was at Yuck Yucks, and I saw Brett Martin. He was he was headlining. And uh, he he was great. He killed it. And uh, and then uh, uh, Turnbull and Kelly Dyer mm-hmm. uh, split a middle. That's a great uh, show. And uh, they were like they were really good, really mm-hmm. good. Um, but uh, yeah, we were talking about uh, Turnbull, and I, I just kind of had this feeling when I was watching them, and I, I mean this in the best way possible because I, I love Kyle Bottom and his his energy, and I love his delivery on stage, and and I was just saying like, man, he kind of filled that energy for me, like I was looking for, like like kind of reminded me of that, you know, not not to say they're anything even alike, it's just like a vibe, you know, like an energy, and that led to this conversation, which was yeah, Vancouver can be a tough place to pull that off of because people are so so liberal in some ways and so conservative yeah, in others right you can lose an audience real quick they can be like on your side <laughs> and just immediately and it's very difficult to get get them back but yeah Stuart's one of those guys and when he first got here I was just like I don't know how you're gonna do here and now he's probably in like the last month or, or two or three or whatever I don't even know how long he's been here he's like really he's good yeah you could go check out his show Gold the Goldies the dungeon, the pizza dungeon, suicide yeah. den, Pender and Seymour. Um, all right, guys, that was pretty rad. That oh, was pretty uh, fun. Dick Darrow also runs that show. I feel weird mentioning Stuart and not Dick. Oh yeah, 
He actually was uh, supporting this uh, question podcast there, that segment. That being said... Which one did he ask? Uh, I can't tell you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one is fucking weird. I won't even say it. I'll just say it. This one just says, democracy, period. Complicated? Question mark. If so, Why? Which is the fucking stupidest question ever. We're not even going to get into it. It's just I know that you cannot tell. Can if we should get this person on the phone right this person, now? Yeah, like I'm sure like, we can oh, find questions? their phone number. Yeah, real let's quick. just do something open ended. Like democracy? Question yeah. mark. Is it complicated? If so, why? Like fuck you. First of all, yeah. for even wasting our time with that question. It's it's, it's more it's more complicated. What was that? Uh, that was a great answer. Pretty straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> what you're told, and uh, I. Kind of like that. Um, you know, I thought the Nazis went a little bit too far with it, but uh, I'd, I'd be for fascism if it was like, you know, from an environmental perspective, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the thing with fascists, the uh, fascist leaders, they're always real, real dinks. So, yeah, yeah never. Is there really, really hard cool to fascist. get behind? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no any cool fascists. Yeah, yeah. there's no poster yeah. boy. Like, like laid back yeah, fascists. Like Morrissey was a fascist. I yes. Totally <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, I can get with that. Yeah, I can get behind that. Yeah, yeah. Well, if there's ever a segue that you've developed even better than that, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to play everyone's favorite segment. Too offensive! <sighs> yeah. Yeah, that was perfect. Thanks. Uh, so, those of you listening and or playing that have never listened or played before, uh, this is the part of the show where we're going to ask two questions to our guests and our guests are allowed to either answer the question or respond with too offensive. Oh, which oh. gives us the idea that there's something to be said there. Uh, or you could just kind of cheap out on us and ruin the whole day. That's what we're saying. You can go too offensive. That's all there is to say. That's all there is to do it. Now, that being said, uh, this week we have a little bit of a special twist because there's two of you. Uh, we actually had a user submitted too offensive question. I usually have to develop them myself, okay. which can be hard to offend people, you know. I know it sounds easy, but it's not. <laughs> Especially when there's so many lewd motherfuckers out there. And uh, here we are, ladies and gentlemen, about to play this round of Too Offensive. Are you guys ready? I think so. <laughs> okay. Uh, this one, we, <laughs> we, we could start with uh, Brad. We'll start with Brad, and we'll go with Stefan, okay? Here we go. Yeah. Uh, Question the first of too offensive. Um, <laughs> this is the segue of getting behind something. Uh, how many dates into a relationship is anal sex acceptable? Oh. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's, that's unfair. Because I, like, I... I try, like... Every time I have sex, <laughs> no anal sex. So, like, it doesn't matter if I just met her or if I've been in a relationship with her for four years. I'm going anal full stop from the get-go. I mean, like, it's fine if they swat away and say, no, I'll go badge. But, um, no, first date, first date. First date right away. Yeah, so your yeah, answer was yeah. anytime? Yeah, okay. Well, that, that yeah, was... anytime. Like, fingers, penis, doesn't matter. Yeah, right? I'm, I, I just want something put into an anus. <laughs> well, that's going to be a t-shirt for the tour. Uh, 
Uh, can you uh, can you follow up with that? By any means? How many dates? How many dates in? Is it appropriate to ask whether whether it's okay for us to have anal sex? We had to use all your fancy book words there to make it sound better. But, I mean, like, <laughs> but, yeah, that's, that's basically such a, the question. That's such a ridiculous question because it all depends on the kind of person, I guess. That you're. <laughs> who are you pursuing? Who are these women that you're pursuing? It's very. I mean, I'm with Brad. I'm day one. Sit down. I have the chicken Caesar salad. What do you think about anal? <laughs> and if she gets up and leaves, like, if she yeah, laughs, if she laughs, I'm like, <laughs> all right. In her head, she's she's laughing like she thinks I'm joking, but there's a possibility she's considering it. If she gets up and leaves, I'm like, good. I got out of that real quick. The Caesar salad's not even here. I don't even have to pay for anything. And uh, <laughs> or if she's like, yeah, for sure, I'm game. Then I'm like, that's too quick. I'm out. I love how specific that got with like a, a chicken Caesar salad. Well, like, I really don't really care for sex, but I'm big big on the chicken Caesar salads. <laughs> you gotta eat healthy if you're going if you're going up the the anal. You gotta you gotta make sure you're eating your greens. Yeah, let's not forget Brad quote. I just want to put something in an anus, Dorian. I think he, yeah. I think my favorite part was when he said, "That's cool. I'll go back to vag." I guess. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If that's but all, that's like, hey. Like when you live this life, you have to be fine with rejection because you're gonna get a lot. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, you know, like one, I'm into stand-up comedy and anal sex. So. All you need, and then you know, I get my annual fix on anal. So. Annual. There you go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, you can set your Equinox clocks by it. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, Maritimers need to have uh, anal sex at least once a year to survive. Oh, it's because it took away our sodomy, eh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, that was fantastic. I'm really impressed that uh, we didn't get it too offensive there. Congratulations, boys. That was good. Oh. Bice. Bice. Uh, <laughs> That's my favorite. Question the second there, bruh. Are you ready? This is... Uh, Oh, this is a situation question. But uh, again, you can answer too offensive if uh, you're so inclined. Are you ready? So is it when I say too offensive, does that mean I think the question is too offensive? That's right, and you're not comfortable answering. That'd be a tap out. And I would make fun of you, but it would be it would, it would save your character and possibly your mother's feelings. It would take a lot. Yeah. Okay. So uh, this next question, okay. Uh, the first question, by the way, is usually a you know, a bit of a underhand easy to hit it's a t-ball question oh geez next one's a bit of a fastball wow all right so here you go curveball if Stefan and brad mm-hmm. were to engage in sexual congress it's happened which position would you both choose i would i would choose i would choose bottom is what i would choose <laughs> uh just for size but anytime it's ever happened Brad just insists that he be bottom. It's like a big, it's an it's an issue. It's been an issue in our relationship, so it's funny it's come up <laughs> already. Brad, we're both we're both bottoms, both bottoms. Neither one of us really want to get on top. It's real hard to stay erect too when you're when you're not really into it. I'm, a, I'm an extremely selfish lover. Yeah, and uh, I I just I like I don't care about pleasure for my partner. I'm 100 percent for me, so I am. I, I, I completely agree with with uh, Stefan's uh, bottom yeah. whole way. But, <laughs> I didn't know you guys but, were so uh, uh, bottom-centric. Yeah. I had no idea. That's how we started hanging yeah. out. We didn't even meet through comedy. We met through uh, bottomsbottoms.com. It's a gay website. <laughs> bottoms where, who bottom from the yeah. bottom. Yeah, gay couples that yeah, both it, like to be yeah, bottoms meet like up. like a bunch of docile people meeting. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> tops, you know, I mean, tops are so aggressive. Stories. 
<laughs> yeah. It's just a passive circle yeah. of people. <laughs> yeah, we're not really even into sex. We mostly talk about it, and then we just kind of bend over and... You know, blow, blow, enjoy. Blow. Well, enjoy that didn't even make any sense. Yeah, I don't know. That would be a weird position there, Stefan. Yeah, bending over to blow, just bending over to blow. Uh, okay. Well, you know what? I'm satisfied with that round of uh, questioning. That line of questioning went the way I wanted. I'm kind of sad it's over. I was having a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, I learned a lot. It was very revealing. Uh, that being said, okay, let's get to the goddamn main event here. You guys are going on tour. Yes. Uh, you guys are doing. Six dates in the mm-hmm. Maritimes, is that correct? Yeah. And uh, you're starting the tour on what day? Go ahead, guys. Uh, we'll be starting in my hometown, uh, Sydney, Nova Scotia, Sydney? on the 8th, on the 8th at on Daniels. Eighth? That's right. At Daniels, it's a show I used to put on shows. I used to work at a campus radio station out there. We used to put on a, we put on a few shows out there, so I had to go back and do it there, so excited about that. That's good. And yeah. then on the ninth, you're in Halifax. In Halifax at the Company House, which is a beautiful venue. I actually fly in on the ninth, so yeah. it's possible I could just go see you guys out there. This whole cool. thing we were just talking about how before how random this whole this yeah. whole thing was. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Yeah, no, yeah, that would be great. Totally come. Yeah, um, I uh, I would love to. I don't know when my flight lands, but uh, seeing oh, how right. seeing how I'm leaving what six a.m. Vancouver, I should probably arrive. Two days later, yeah, in Halifax, yeah. If, <laughs> uh, if you make it on time, we will let you in for the low, low price of the eight fifty. Eight fifty. Play in for eight fifty. Eight fifty. Make sure exact change as well. Oh yeah, <laughs> and despite the fact that I, I might have shared a post suggesting I might get some money off from the emission, I would still have to pay the full eight fifty. Yeah, even though the post that you shared gets you two dollars, you can only use one coupon, one coupon at a time. So you yeah. either get the share two dollars <laughs> off or the you, yeah. you did a podcast I with dollar fifty. I'm bringing a fifty cents. I don't oh, know what's shit, going on. We really guys. should have put it at, put some fine print on <laughs> yeah, where's that. Where's the asterisk, boys? Yeah, I didn't see damn one. It. Uh well uh the tour's gonna take you all over the Maritimes. You guys are fucking hilarious, obviously. Uh after Halifax, what's the next date? Uh, uh, Charlottetown? Is it? Yeah. yeah, it's uh, Charlottetown on July 10th at Mark's Lounge. Uh, that's uh, right above the Brick House down on Sydney Street. Um, it's, uh, actually, Mark, it's named after my cousin, um, who was a famous uh, PI artist. And I went to the venue today, Seven. It's freaking amazing. We're, oh. uh, it's, I can't wait. I can't wait to perform there. It's, Sweet. It looks great. I've barely yeah. spent any time in PI, so I'm I'm excited to go to PI. Yeah. <laughs> Should be good, especially now that we know the venue is nice. This is nice. Yeah. What's well, always then, a bonus? Yeah, obviously. St. John on the 11th. Yeah. Next three that. days, unfortunately, are in New Brunswick. Really not looking forward to that. So. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. The New Brunswick part of the, of the tour is just like we're like mandated to do it. So. Yeah. Wait, wait, yeah. why? Why are you guys... Well, we just wanted to do a show in, uh, I think it was St. John, because Chanel's from there. Oh, wait, the, the other members on the tour. Um, yeah. Who else, is, uh, who else is on the tour with you guys? Uh, Chanel is a comic uh, from Halifax, funny lady that I Chanel, knew. Chanel, wait, wait a minute, for the sake of our listeners, God damn it, Stefan. What's up? Chanel who? Oh, Chanel... Fr- <laughs> oh, man. Fryer? Freer? Chanel Fryer. Yeah. 
Briere. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I was just setting him up to see if he could do uh, this. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is a total jerk move. I'm like, wait a minute, your familiarity is throwing our listeners off. <laughs> yeah, Give I know. Us, uh, I'm too casual. I've had three beer now, so <laughs> three beer and a 7-Eleven coffee. Yeah, I'm feeling feeding real them, good. Feeding them buck shots yeah. here. Click, clack. Brad, you should be enjoying these. Yeah, I feel really nice. Yeah, right. Brad's been drinking since 3.30. Yeah, on the patio. On the patio. Yeah, no. Yeah, totally. Okay, so so Chantel, Chantel, she's gonna be on the show. Who else? Uh, uh, and then the other guy, then Andrew, Andrew Vaughn, which is weird. Me and uh, I was hosting at a, at a at a comedy club in in Vancouver, and uh, Brad was there, and then we started talking about people we knew. And the other guy's Andrew Vaughn, who me and him both did our first sets together at uh, Joker's Comedy Club in Halifax, like a long, like three, four years ago or something like wow, that. Wow, really? And then Brad ended up knowing this guy from, like, Fredericton or something. They both lived in Fredericton. That's a weird yeah, timing yeah. thing, right? Yeah, they went to university together. Yeah, they went to university together. Oh, crazy. Yeah. And uh, I got to say, that's that just fits right in with the weird timing of this situation, which was uh, I had finished the podcast here at Amp Records, and uh, I was walking home. It was like later at night, and uh, we're right uh, right across the street from the Railway Club here in Vancouver, downtown Vancouver. And uh, I was walking across the street, and there's this crowd of people outside the the venue, and they're just yelling comedy, yeah, it's comedy here tonight. <laughs> and so I I beelined across the street, and uh, looking looking real thuggish too, looking real <laughs> thuggish. We got a little nervous. We start counting how many guys we had with us. We're like, who is this guy? What does he want? Counting the poundage. Yeah. I was like, oh, these guys. Yeah, like, oh, we got enough pounds here. Yeah, we yeah. Do I, this. Think yeah. I was like, one, two, three. Okay, we might be good. Yeah. And I uh, walk over. I'm just like, you guys have wallets. Wallets are yeah. lives. I'm like, like what? Uh, I was like, yeah, uh, I did this podcast. And we start talking. I was like, you do comedy. I just had a comedian on the show, uh, you know, Shane Clark. And they're like, oh, shit. And then uh, just randomly enough, uh, Stephen McNeil here. He said, uh, he goes, oh, uh, what's the name of your podcast? I was like, Intergalactic Interviews. And he goes, what? I just listened to your episode with Kyle Bottom. <laughs> and I was like, that's fucking crazy. I was like, you should come be on the show. He's like, sweet. Well, I'm actually moving and I'm doing this tour. I was like, where's your tour? He's like, oh, it's in the Maritimes. Uh, you know, we're going to like Halifax and whatever. I was like, I'm going to Halifax at the exact same time. Like, what the fuck? Like, it's totally <laughs> random yeah. situation. And then, uh, you know, he, he cued, uh, clued me into Brad Dorian who's a very funny gentleman himself and uh and here we are look at this even yeah. your fucking guys you bring on tour are involved in some crazy university pyramid yeah. scheme it's just nonstop. <laughs> I, I should give a you guys should also just, just because I was outside promoting the railway club comedy show that I used to run you guys should go check out railway club comedy I think it'll be the first Monday of every month or the last month. When I ran, it was the last Monday of every month, but I handed it off to a couple guys, James Kennedy and Dylan Williamson, who are two other great Vancouver comics that you should check out. Now, see, that's, right. that's why I hate those questions from earlier, because now, throughout oh, yeah. the conversation, now I have all these people that I'm like, yeah, yeah I should By the way, those guys are like, oh, so you don't think I'm funny anymore? Yeah, I can yeah, take yeah. over your show? Exactly. That's, that's what yeah, you're yeah. thinking? Yeah. That's why I should have just gone with yeah. the mean thing, or just made up a bunch of names. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, your weekly done. thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good enough to take on that, but I'm not funnier than you. <laughs> yeah, Is that yeah. what you said? Yeah, okay. but that'll be the first. You can find it on Facebook, Railway Club Comedy. Yeah, it was a yeah. good time. Rad. You were, uh, that was the first time I met Haley Beamish, too. So, yeah. You know, yep. She's funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she's Yeah, she's going to be on the show here soon, too. My so, God. Uh, come on. Just, uh, just rattling all you guys off here. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Uh, so, Brad, you're on goddamn vacation. When are you coming back? Uh, I am coming back to Vancouver on the 16th. Oh. Uh, uh, we're actually doing your show 
on the 19th. I'm just going to do a quick plug. Uh, show on the 19th of July at um, for the Terror Show with uh, Matt Watson and Chris Timms. Um, uh, so uh, there are two comedians from Ottawa where I started comedy, and uh, they're coming through. Man, look but, at the full circle your next few yeah. weeks are going to entail. That's pretty wild. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> There's yeah, a yeah, lot of yeah. stuff going on. Well, okay. I got to be honest. I appreciate uh, Brad taking the time to call in medium medium drunk. Yeah. And, uh, you know. I feel and, like we should just say one more thing before we wrap, th- wrap this part up. Uh, the whole, like, bashing New Brunswick thing. We Yeah, we do have three shows in New Brunswick. In Moncton, <laughs> Frenchington, and St. John. And I know we, we've been picking a lot on New Brunswick, but... It's okay, all right? <laughs> you guys aren't bad. My family's from there. They're okay. You guys are okay. No, Fred, yeah, yeah, Fredericton's the best place in, in the country. It's nah, like, I wouldn't go uh, that far. Vancouver, That's a little... <laughs> and, and a lot less... Um, <laughs> you guys, I I don't know if if you guys uh, backpedal any harder, these walls are gonna come down. It's yeah. fucking wild. <laughs> I, uh, <Yeah. laughs> it's like I realize I set you guys up for a, you know a, a pretty bad protest when you guys show up there, but uh, no, we, clearly uh, that was just the hometown jabs. You guys oh, are obviously uh, gonna be welcomed with fucking open arms with pitchforks. So I'm sure it's yeah. gonna be fine, man. I'm sure it's gonna be great. West meets East Comedy Tour dot com. West meets East Comedy Tour dot com. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I think we're going to say goodbye to Brad Dorian here just because it's getting yeah. fucking later over there and he's been talking to us for a while. Uh, Brad, I appreciate you taking the time to uh, check in with us today, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. That's great. And Stefan, don't embarrass me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> we're hoodie. Have fun. Yeah. I'm seeing a bit. Okay, Brad. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, I hope to see you uh, next week on tour, man. We'll see you a bit. Okay, bye. Check it out. Bye. Bye. All right, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Man, that was pretty cool. Right after he said, "Don't embarrass me," I can't, I've been like, I've just got sick yesterday. Is there a Kleenex or something I'm like sniffling uh, in this microphone? I have my sweat rag. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of person I am. You know? I'll, uh, I'll I should get care. one of those. I'm a sweaty man as well. Um, I uh, just doesn't go really with my style. Kind of goes with yours. I because <laughs> I don't stop sweating. That is yeah. that, that's not a style, Stefan. No, I just you know, it's not a fashion thing. Yeah. It's just sweaty guy. You're like, oh, you, oh, you're doing real well with that style. I'm like, it's funny you mentioned that. It's not a style. It's a uh, it's a health. I concern. do not want to yeah. be carried. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I uh, eat terrible. I'm not healthy. Yeah, dude. So. Uh, I mean, I know we talked uh, about the the tour just before we signed off with Brad there, mm-hmm. but um, a lot of a lot of planning, a lot of big issues go into uh, planning a tour and setting it up. Uh, how was this round of booking? Did did you go through someone? Was this total DIY? What happened? Did- it's been great. I'm uh, luckily I'm a lot more talented than the rest of them, so I just let them do all the legwork, and they're just happy to have me. So it's been real easy for me. I just show up. Uh, no, actually, I I came on this a little a little later. Uh, I didn't decide to move home, and Brad told me about the tour, and then I jumped on, and they had already had they actually did have some venues already booked up and stuff. Yeah, yeah. and then I you know I said like I might be moving home, so I kind of jumped on. And but it hasn't been bad. It's always a challenge. I did uh, doing everything on your own, but I think we've all had uh, experience running rooms and stuff. And I used to book a lot of like uh, 
just like punk shows and stuff like that when I was, when I was younger when I lived right. in Sydney. So like the venue and even like booking the show in Sydney has been pretty easy. And I was one thing in Halifax, like Andrew and Chanel are based at Halifax. Uh, Brad's family and friends are Apparently in Charlottetown. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah, and then I grew up in Sydney, so like, luckily we each have some roots. So it's not like we're going into like uncharted territories. Right. Right. Um, you have to navigate around Castle Dory, yeah, exactly, and then go yeah. from there. Right. Yeah, honestly. like this is as far as the map goes, so we have no idea what's beyond this. <laughs> there be dragons out <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, but it is always like it always seems like it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine until two days before the show, and then that's when the panic kicks hits it and sets well, in. And uh, I I understand like that. Can be uh, an issue, obviously. Any anyone who's in the entertainment industry, yeah, you know, dealing with performance stuff. Uh, do you experience a lot of anxiety before you go on stage? Uh, before I go on on stage, not so much. Uh, it, it, actually, that depends. It depends on the show. I was going to say, wait a minute. Do you get the same anxiety for like a five minute spot? Or, you know, you got to go do a feature slot and you're 20 minutes, 25 minutes or something. Not, not really. I mean, like a five minute spot, once you hone those jokes down, once you, like, I haven't even been doing it like that long. Like I've been saying, like, once you've been doing it for this long, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. I know what I'm going to say once I get up there. <laughs> once I jump uh, on the ice with Gretzky, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not a big deal, exactly. you know. Like, uh, it's not too bad, but yeah, there's like, there's some situations where you're, you're going in, whether it's an audience that you're just like these aren't my people or I'm not going right. to be able to relate to them or if it's of course if it's a showcase thing where you're showcasing for somebody or somebody that can get you work yeah that gets nervous nerve wracking but no I mean like yeah I was terrible like just terrified when I when I first started yeah what was your first uh, what was your first gig like like you get your first slot first slot they're was like okay so like Stefan you're going you're your bullet you're gonna yeah, go on no, first. I was, I was actually so lucky. It was like a comedy club. It was the the Joker show, and right, it was you, actually okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was like a it was like a full room. I went a fourth, which is on an amateur show, like the sweet spot. Yeah, yeah. Right, and yeah. Uh, and I had a good set, which I hate even saying that because you always hear comics just like everybody bums their first yeah, time. I, I hate the comics, so and I'm bad. like, actually, yeah. mine went. But it, yeah, it was terrifying. I almost left like 20 minutes before the show started. I went outside to uh, go over some stuff and was just like, "What if I just leave? I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody in the comedy scene. What if, if I, I leave just here, leave? Yeah, I'll just never yeah. go see comedy in Nova Scotia yeah. again. And they'll, it's like I never existed. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. luckily you made the right move and you went back in there and crushed it, right? Yeah. So, but because you went in there and crushed it, and you didn't bomb, as the adage goes, with mm. uh, most people their first sets. Um, how long did it take till you experienced bombing? Are you still waiting? Is that, is that like- uh, yeah, I don't really, I don't know that. Uh, how long did it take bombing? That's that's the other thing too. Is that like because it kind of creates it's just kind of it is negative. It's not good, uh, but when you do well early, then it's, it makes it a lot easier to blame the audience if it doesn't go well. Because oh, okay. then you're like. I know this works, so this is these people's fault. Interesting, okay. Yeah. But I've, I'm trying to think of, like, the first time that I got off stage, I just, like, hated myself. It happens a lot. It happens a lot more now. Just, and also before, it's like, I had, you're doing, like, four-minute spots. Like it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, so. right? Like, you're, you're, cause at that time, five minutes is fucking a calendar. You yeah, know, like, yeah. You know, you're trying to fill that time. But, but I can't, I can't remember the last time that I, like, hated myself. The, the first time I came... To Vancouver. Well, how were you, how was your sets this weekend? Uh, you went. You you, you did this uh, <laughs> festival, right? In, in uh, Okanagan at Dakotas. <laughs> I don't really want to. If I <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you don't want to talk about it, I don't. It's not I want to talk about it. It's just uh, it was a little. 
I've set up some grassroots kind of, I don't know, some stuff, and I know how difficult it is when you're trying to start, get something going. But uh, the show that I did, the first show I did, was not one very well. The oh. set was fine, the set was all right, but it, there was a lot of other things that happened. It was a fantastic weekend, and I had a lot of fun with my friends, but... I understand what you're saying. Yeah, obviously. and I don't okay. want to throw well, Let me just ask this then. How was uh, Jordan Cohen was on the bill, too? So how was Jordan set? Uh, did, Jordan did great, yeah. Jordan, right. Jordan's real, uh, really funny, and then he also got to he do He did this medium stuff. Jew humor he throws in there. Yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> I was so furious when I got off stage that uh, I don't think I stuck around for a second. Oh, set. shit. It was like Should one of those ones. a little bit? It was one of those ones, yeah. If you ever run a comedy... <laughs> Okay, this is good. Uh, okay, everyone, okay. this is what you've been waiting for. Here we go. Okay, yeah. Go and and uh, again, it's like the first night of a fight. It's like the first thing, of course, like the organizers are going to be nervous. Um, and I'm getting ready for my set, and Jordan's supposed to go on first. Right. And this shouldn't even matter. It's like me complaining. About, but like, Jordan's about to go on, and I'm just like, give him a tap and I'm like hey have a good set and I turn around and walk out the door and like as I'm out the door to go for a cigarette I just get, hear my name and then I just have to like run back wait in wait a minute so they announced you out of order out of order so I like run wow. back in when I'm on my way out for a cigarette without oh. even knowing my set list or anything okay so, so I mean that's that could be off putting obviously yeah so then like the first the first five minutes of your set, you're just like trying to get through it while also putting the whatever the structure of what you're gonna say <laughs> together. First like, of all, you're like I was at least one cigarette away from sorting this out. Yeah, mentally. and also right, I'm a heavy yeah. smoker. I need those. I need that nicotine. Jesus. <laughs> okay. But anyway, so that's a little rattling. But the next night he let me go up, and, and the next the next night I had a great set, uh, and that was fun. But yeah, just like little stuff, little stuff like that. Not knowing when you're gonna see the light. And then seeing the light, <laughs> right, and then right. getting off stage, and knowing that you still had like three minutes to wrap everything up in the evening. But people listening right now that are like, "What does that mean, seeing the light?" That's oh, uh, yeah, it means get off stage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in a casual way, it means wrap it up. Yeah, but, it's uh, like usually, like if you do a, a ten minute set, they're like, "We'll let you at eight, and you know you got two minutes yeah. left." So, or you, something can, like so that. you can get your premise in and, and close. You get your closer in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, right. So um, that, yeah, I try to like educate our listeners. Yeah, yeah. Bit, you know, I, I take it for granted, obviously. I like, keep forgetting just, that we're in a like a, a recording studio. No, like I don't know <laughs> who knows. Like most people that go to comedy shows have no idea, and that's the funniest thing when comics do that on stage. I just got the light. Anyway, I better wrap this up. I just got the light, and the whole audience is like, "The fuck's the yeah. light? What's he talking about?" Yeah, no shit. Yeah, or when it's not even a light, it's just a guy waving a cell phone at the back <laughs> yeah, of the room. Sorry, and that's that's what it is. There's two there's two clubs in town. They have lights. Everything else is a cell phone. Yeah, that's totally. it. Just a wave. It yeah. Just a wave. Yeah, yeah. just like get off. You're yeah. done. <laughs> no shit. Well, I mean, uh, sometimes when promoters are are obviously over their heads. Mm-hmm. or whatnot not necessarily saying this is that situation yeah but in my experience when promoters are over their heads it it doesn't just affect their ability to do their job it like completely eats away the show from all angles like something like that they don't they probably don't even take into consideration the level of mental preparedness you need to be just to go up there and, and smoke it out like and kill yeah. it right and so when they announce you out of order especially after you like I know what you're talking about coming from a performer background as well. Yeah. When you when you give that type of like kudos or uh, you know break a leg, have a good show to another performer, knowing you have yeah. their set at least yeah. to get ready, 
and then all of a sudden you nope you got to go up right now that can be so jarring yeah like that's only happened to me one time especially if you were in camelops the night before drinking until six o'clock in the morning (laughs) and then you went to Kelowna and you've been drinking on the beach since (laughs) 4 p.m and you're like all right i gotta get in a headspace here like that's when that headspace that that 15 minutes to get in that headspace is very important oh it's vital it's critical well, yeah, I, I was just saying, it wasn't like a crazy. It was just like not. It was one of those things where like that could have been better. It wasn't. It wasn't a. It was. I didn't ruin the show. Yeah. It was like could have been a lot. Well, like you said, still had a good time with friends. So yeah, you know, exactly. you're still building. You didn't yeah. say anything negative. No, you just that tried was a fact. real hard. You just said it like a fact. You're like, oh, this is what happened. I got yeah. called out of set. Yeah, 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 it could have been better. Yeah, that's okay. There, I saved you. And if anyone listens to this and I have, they have issues with what you said, it was clearly I was just goading you into <laughs> it. And, you know, I'm, I'm I'm just a ratings chaser. Oh, look at me, you know, <laughs> fucking whatever. I'm, I have to compete with myself over here. So of course, uh, I I really appreciate. Um, comedy in all its forms that's why i i wanted to have you on the show that's why i wanted to have brad on the show mm-hmm. um brad dorian Stephen mcneil you guys are going on this tour uh, you're moving though permanently yeah so so you moving back home mm-hmm. uh what what are your plans then to to push your career are you, are you going to then work your way from the you said you're going to toronto right <laughs> yeah i'm not going i'm eventually like from maritimes to toronto yeah so the the whole plan is to just the plan was to come to vancouver is like vancouver is a great place to come and just the same thing i was saying earlier about cutting your like uh, like audiences are really difficult to lose so vancouver is kind of a nice place to come to cut your teeth Mm -hmm. and then uh so i was going to do two to three years here i do really like the scene here i can it's it is a great great scene a lot of great comics like a lot like the, the the town in vancouver now is crazy but um, yeah. So and then and then some family stuff. So I'm gonna go home for to Nova Scotia for two months, right. and then I'm going to Toronto in like September, October. Sweet. And then Toronto's kind of like you can have a career like Vancouver's. I mean, you can have a career in Vancouver. It's it's doable. Of course. Yeah. How, there's a lot of people that do it, and yeah. they are based out of Vancouver. But it's small. Yeah. Like it's there is not much going on. I mean, like Toronto has a lot of comics, but like. There's a circuits with a couple of different clubs. There's mm-hmm. the Maritimes. You can do the Maritime tour. You can. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of independent stuff. I mean, there's a. It's a cesspool of comics out there. But yeah, well, I mean, there's like three clubs really in Vancouver. I mean, oh yeah, I guess two, Lines, really. Yeah. If you really, you know, yeah, like, and like that's you know everyone knows obviously in the yeah. industry. But there's like two, but there's three if yeah. if uh, you're you're working that circuit. And I mean, like you're saying with Toronto, there is a lot. Of, of more available options mm-hmm. and not to mention just the proximity to the rest of the states i'm yep. going to do a weekend of, of slots in seattle mm-hmm. you know obviously isn't out of the question but then like having to go to portland like right at, you know yeah. that's that's a bit of a travel it's route. almost like you would, you would think that and that's what you think when you first start getting it but then you realize how yeah. it's so difficult to get papers to do that stuff like I it's see, yeah, so, the visas, so right to sort that out yeah like people go to i shouldn't People go there like people get like bogus visas just to go like go down because you can't get <laughs> like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold Jenny secrets yeah, but I run here. The music industry. I'm yeah, pretty yeah, sure we invented no. the fake. Yeah, yeah, the fake. It's not a big deal. I yeah. just uh, yeah, I just don't want. To, yeah, but there's like people <laughs> that go down like silly like circus yeah, like, circus visas and yeah, shit like that. Like, like, some of my friends download music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, listen, I don't want to. Yeah, really like, like, I don't want to. I don't want to freak people out, but uh, not everyone I know but pays for Game of Thrones. Yeah, and that's the other thing too is like you can get 
get past that and you can go down there and work on bogus visas or cash or something but if you get caught it's like bro you don't want that's a that's, first of all it's a federal indictment yeah like <laughs> so, it's like a like it's like an eight to ten year ban like it's not worth yeah. it if you get caught take, pull like some like a hundred dollar bill under the table after a show yeah, that's get mad child territory man that's yeah, like exactly. don't come back for Look a what while. happened to him yeah. and then he blew up yeah uh like went viral like went crazy viral when he came back and then now yeah, now he can't yeah actually can't an artist I I produce, on, an artist i produced maca he right. uh he engineered and co-produced the band in america ep which uh propelled mad child actually. really yeah, yeah. And now that, i'm producing maca which is uh that's been great. awesome so um i i wanted to talk to you real quick about this because when we were booking this show uh-huh. uh you would just casually slid into conversation just you're just like hey man I know you're like a, a hippity hop guy, you know. <laughs> I think and, I did uh, use hippity hop. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, you know, I, I, I don't know if you have an affinity for battle rap like I do, but uh, yeah, I'm into it. And I was like, say no more. First of all, huge fucking fan of battle rap. Yeah, really into King of the Dot, uh, grind time back in the day. Obviously, not uh-huh. so much now. Um, URL, Smack, all these like huge, huge leagues, right? Um, and uh, don't flop a little bit, but not much, you know, not anymore. Man, Earth's fucking around. That's right. I don't That's know right. what he's doing. Now, so everyone listening is just like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> if you're into battle rap, this is going to be some fucking yeah, yeah. If you're nerd- not into battle rap, yeah. you should probably tune we're out. We're about right to geek the fuck out for a few <laughs> minutes here. Just listen, okay? So this past weekend, we had uh, probably one of the most significant events in battle rap history take place. Now, we had no fucking way of knowing that how epic this was going to be, but like, the battle rap gods have shined down on us and have given us probably the most newsworthy thing in battle rap for in a long time, pretty much since disaster battle cannabis, essentially in yeah. a mainstream appeal. Yeah. Cause that's the kind of thing what we're about to explain, which everyone can relate to, which is, uh, and it's right before it is. Yeah. a mainstream appeal also, because this is just like this culture is growing to a point where it is just about to hit the mainstream mm-hmm. and the two people that are involved just go, mm-hmm. yeah, anyway, I'll leave. So, uh, what happened this weekend was, uh, from my, you know, poor misread understanding is, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the, the main event of the weekend at uh, Battle of the Bay. Battle of LA? Uh, yeah, Battle of LA. Battle of LA. Bola 5. Bola 5. Battle of LA 5, uh, which was a, a card put together by King of the Dot mm-hmm. and uh, obviously uh, curated by the Fresh Coast mm-hmm. with Lush 1 and whatnot. But uh, yeah, apparently some crazy violence took place during the main event between Disaster and Math Hoffa. Now, Math Hoffa has been often linked to violence in battle rap and he's been noted for two particular instances where he has actually used fists to hit, hit his opponent either during a battle or immediately after a battle and uh he no, hit, the, two, the two that he's known for are dose and serious jones, and Sirius which, jones that's where right. sucker punches yes. during their sucker rounds punches yeah. during the show now mm. that being said i I'm not condoning what disaster did obviously okay because mm-hmm. uh, disaster has some obviously you know he can be pretty infuriating in some points as well like things about him are it doesn't gel with all people obviously but i i find it really hard to to take even though math is like guilty doing this twice mm-hmm. you know and everyone's like math deserved it man how, how you know someone finally did it to him da 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 that's the worst attitude ever in my opinion i i, I hate to say it cuz i'm all for fucking brutal violence I, I, yeah. I love that shit and but it's I, just I can't like, get behind it man it, I don't know it's just like everybody says it's like, and, uh, and another battle rapper Daylight said 
Nobody, nobody wanted to see this battle. What people wanted to see, because daylight, and the worst part is, is that, Dale, that first of all, the daylight saying it, which is yeah, like yeah. the fucking craziest sorry, thing. No, what, sorry, what he, <laughs> and this is going to sound more like daylight. He said, nobody wants to see this battle. What they want to see is these two guys get in the ring. Like, yeah. fuck this battle. Let's just do a boxing yeah. match. Like, what, these are two guys that are bullies. Yeah. And Shoot a fair one. Let's just go. Get, just, yeah. If that's what you want to do. And that's why it ruins, because these places, like, you just watch the videos and that, but these leagues and these promoters they have to book venues and stuff like that and when and then we were just talking about yeah with when comedy you're filming, music, yeah exactly thing. like how many, if we were doing a comedy show mm-hmm. and me and brad this is such a ridiculous comparison but <laughs> a punk band or even a fucking rap group a rapper but like right. you go online and every time this guy performs People are getting decked out in the middle of the show and starting brawls right. and stuff like that. And the like show that. ends prematurely. Bookers aren't going to book that. And that's, no. uh, that's really going to restri- like restrain that, that culture from growing. Exactly. If you can't find a venue or a nice venue, that's how you get back into doing it in gymnasiums where no one wants to mm-hmm. see them. Or, mm-hmm. you know, like Which the, is actually where math off of Punch Dose the first guy, yeah. was in a gymnasium. And the venues they're getting now are like theaters and these beautiful giant, venues, giant, giant venues. Theaters. Yeah, yeah. They're not going to do like, they're not going to get those if that kind of stuff continues. See, and I, I find it so hard to really justify disaster in this. And so I, I think, know, yeah. you know who <laughs> lost? Like, I just think Battle Rap lost there to Battle Rap took an L because yeah. I saw some like of the gorilla footage of the cell phone <laughs> stuff that people smuggled out and there was like lights, lights being knocked over. Some of those lights are like a couple thousand dollars. That's a piece. the other thing too. This is such like a, like a huge setup for what they're doing because what they're producing and that's why, that's why Gastro, I mean, it's not mainstream. It's like, Online major like they they're getting great million views yeah. five hundred the quality thousand plus. right like the that's, quality that's is where insane. it comes from yeah. yeah well that's the reason why Total Slaughter yeah uh, which is a web series being produced by uh, Slaughterhouse and Eminem right now mm-hmm. which is really huge for battle rap like to have guys of that stature you know being able to produce some stuff mm-hmm. um, I I've had just kind of relationships I've cultivated over the years with some battle rap personalities and stuff like Dirtbag Dan he's always cool he always uh, well, we were just talking the other day nice guy uh, yeah. caustic um, yeah like bunch caustic, of, you know like just great. nice dudes did you um, see the Averb caustic battle no I, oh, I, I didn't I just it. I saw oh actually no I did watch the Averb caustic battle Averb chokes, 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 chokes and so like the, I know it's, uh, it's yeah. too bad and like that is that's just feeding like caustic's such a funny guy that, like if you choke caustic. you're you're just feeding this his. shit just got incredibly real <laughs> <laughs> yeah I uh yeah. I watch Dirtbag Dan show all the time too. Big yeah. supporter of those guys. So shout out to those guys, friends of the show. Yeah. I like those guys. Um, Caustic to me uh, on a solo tip. I know that him and Dirtbag Dan had, for me at least, one of the most anticipated battles mm-hmm. of the year, if not for the last few years for me, which is Caustic and Dirtbag Dan in a tag team battle against uh, 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 sh- uh, two English guys. I forget their name. Oh, uh, you know, no, it's uh, Marlo and uh, Shuffle T. I don't know. I think who? It's Marlon Shuffle I think so. I'm, I'm I'm winging this, ladies and gentlemen. I thought that the I, first one I heard. I thought Caustic and Dirtbag Dan were battling, who are no. best friends yeah, and no. both ruthless. And yeah. I could not <laughs> wait to. No, see that, that was a, the tag battle. Have yeah, you ever yeah. seen these guys battle? These guys are they came from Doflop. They're pretty much yeah. yeah. For my opinion, they're like like their battles. I don't know if you watched them. Uh, their battle against. Uh, uh, Marv won and uh, I did not I'm not a big two man battle fan really I, yeah yeah I don't know what it is like it I find it loses the like the intensity of just like the the one on one thing and it's I'm not a hero like I do like a lot of joke I like joke That's interesting. joke battles I like the humor in battle rap 
but I don't know what it is. The the two man battle kind of loses its uh, it kind of loses the appeal for me. I can see how it's appealing. Like it is the structure is completely different. And well, I would love to show you uh, after yes. the show here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I would love to show you because uh, uh, there's a battle immediately. I'm thinking of uh, with uh, with uh, Shuffle T and Marlow that are um, against Marv One and uh, uh, Quest McCody. Okay, and it is probably one of the most entertaining battles I've seen in a long time. Like when Dirtbag Dan and Sulcon used to tear shit up on tag teams. You didn't right. even want like that stuff. You didn't even like when they were tag. I don't think I don't think I've ever seen one of those tag teams. You know, when I first started getting into battle rap, I start I watched like yeah, actually that should it? be the question. Like, Low yeah. Pesci. Yeah, how did I start? Uh, oh wait, so you probably watched uh, Low Pesci and, and Bender uh, Bender versus uh, Kid Twist and yeah, uh, yeah. and Hollahan? No. no, 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 no. It would have been a. Uh, uh, Kid Twist and uh, Poor Rich. Like, Poor Rich, yeah. That I was hate, a Christmas special I don't hate Poor Rich. a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't hate Poor Rich, but, but uh, he's got some... Good yeah, stuff. dude. Uh, I had a... Like, like again, I've, I've had an affinity for this thing for a long time. Like, like since... Um, I was watching some of the jump-off battles. No. Back, like, I mean, probably the first time I can really remember clicking a link and being like, what is this, and getting into it was probably when... Iron Solomon battled Thesaurus on the street for oh, like a hundred bucks or something like that, yeah. and it was like uh, the battle was fun, but uh, it was a bunch of recycled material from Iron Solomon was the uh, allegations after the battle, right? And Thesaurus was going off the top because he was even right. saying that through, but that's where Thesaurus is uh, his whole shtick of all I know is that like his filler lines, yeah, yeah, that yeah. he was using that really came to the forefront in that battle because he he was saying all I know is that yeah. a lot. And uh, that's kind of funny how it turned out. But he, Pete's a fucking nice guy. I, I've I've only met him twice, but he's uh, you know. Did you meet him at battle rap events or rap, rap yeah, shows? Yeah, well, one time just randomly through the city oh, on really? the day of a battle rap. I'm event. gonna nerd out right now. Where'd you meet him? Oh my god! <laughs> and yeah, and then one, once at a venue and shit. But uh, it's cool. Uh, he's, he's a nice guy. Do you, um, because of that because of the timeline you just gave me of when you got into battle rap. Then who who's like who's someone you really did? I, like, who's I, like someone you, you really follow? Anytime they drop a battle, you gotta watch it. Uh, yeah, I guess I got. I I like when Caustic drops battles, but the first the first two guys that I saw, I know I never really, I was never really into battle. I didn't even really listen to rap that much. Like I I do just as much as any person. Like I, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm no. not really in it. Um, <laughs> like oh, it's a hip hop commercial. Yeah, I'll yeah. listen to this. <laughs> uh, no, it was a friend of mine who was living. I so when I first started doing comedy, and he was said that it was Hollahan versus Pat Stay. Oh yeah, yeah that, that was, was the that was first good. like KOTD battle that I saw. And he was just like gave me the backstory. He's like these these two guys from Dartmouth. Mm-hmm. They're in Toronto. Apparently, Toronto's got this huge crazy battle league called King of the yeah. Dot, where they're bringing in all these Americans and all this stuff. It's yeah, blowing th- up. That was at uh, World Domination One. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a that was a really good battle. I remember actually. I mean, like, that was one of those battles that really yeah. gave that kind of that league some legitimacy. Right. And it, those are still two KOTD battlers that you you hear like interviews in a, with American battlers like man, K, K, Canadian yeah. the Canadian battle league. Like look at Sharon, like he gets he gets right. such a hard time anywhere and just like crazy lyricist. Like he's, right. he's really good freestyler, crazy lyric freestyler. <laughs> Yo, I know you. You're Sharon. <laughs> You're Sharon from Canada. <laughs> but yeah, that was the first time i saw it and then i was just like yeah i was bored of watching stand-up too that's what it was yeah, yeah. i get so bored of when you first started doing stand-up it's just like that consumes your life with all the podcasts and stuff and mm-hmm. you're like so interested in it, and then you're just kind of like oh, i gotta stop this yeah. and i started watching battle rap and it was so much more interesting just this just this, to watch two guys go head to head and try to entertain a crowd and get everybody's attention make the crowd laugh 
But then when you stop, when you finish your joke, your punchline, another guy's on stage with you trying to take you down. Right. Like <laughs> Which is, it makes it so much more difficult. Like, no other, there's no other form of entertainment where when you finish doing your thing, another guy, other than, like, you get like sports or like you know like MMA or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. But as far as like I mean like entertainment as in music, yeah, there's nothing else like that. It's amazing that you can like be in an art, yeah, and have like art be so subjective to begin with, yeah. But then all of a sudden be in a competitive art form, yeah, which is like so crazy when you really put it like the way you're saying because it's like does anyone really lose like only in situations where there's like math hoffa getting punched in the face yeah, yeah, or yeah. math hoffa punching or somebody other just being made a fool of i mean if you're but right. i guess you're right well, i mean I, if I, someone gets like body bag like three straight rounds three oh yeah like even that the it depends on how that guy takes that loss you know because right. there are like some really good battle rappers that have just been smoked just totally mm-hmm. ghosted before and then come back and just have these crazy performances like probably have i, I don't know um uh, Maybe not the most relevant current thing to say today, but like someone like uh, Tricky P. Like, I don't know if you were what, like Tricky P went like fucking like 0 and 8 yeah, straight. I know. know. Like, he was on like a, a Tito Ortiz like winning streak <laughs> or lack thereof. Yeah, yeah. And then we, he went from there to all of a sudden he was just, you know, zipping dudes up left and right. And uh, now he's just kind of on a hiatus. Kind of reminds me a bit of Kid Twist in his active I wonder if nature, Kid Twist know? is going to come back. You see him, he looks like, man, Kid Twist looks like a creepy guy that sells, like, Adderall <laughs> or something at a junior high dance right now. I don't know what he's doing. Or... I, I, I don't think uh, I don't think Kid Twist will ever be as active as he was again. No. I don't, I don't think that'll happen because, uh, I don't know. I Just even in the last... Uh, the last Grand Prix format that he took part in. Yeah. Um, he lost in the quarterfinals or second or semifinals or something like that. And uh, uh, I just kind of thought, I was like, okay, well, if he goes all the way, then you'll see him be active again. Mm-hmm. But he kind of lost on a, like a split decision. And, it's so weird because uh, he's always such... And he is another guy that, like, American, like American he guys did. He broke down a lot of doors, man. Yeah, he for really sure, did. You know? Like, like him, him and Paul Rich. Stay right. whole hand. Paul, Paul Rich, yeah. Paul Rich is, like... Paul Rich is one of those guys that's easy to easy to hate. But then when you go back... Like, when you're watching his battle when it first comes out, you're just like, I can't do this. But yeah. then you go back later and you watch... And you're like, I, he can't... Like, he can write, like... Yeah, you he know, can write like, really well. He can write really well and... Uh, he had a really good performance here in Vancouver, I heard. I didn't, I didn't actually attend here the last... Uh, yeah. year I've never gone and checked I heard local. like I also heard like 85 maybe 90% of the card didn't even get in to this didn't even get into Canada so there's your fake visa yeah. situation <laughs> right so we should be actually selling them to the states yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. then we can make some money <laughs> go off like that but yeah um, for me battle rappers I, I always check all the time Dirtbag Dan Caustic yeah. I, I always I, look up I yeah. always look up for Pat's Day Pat's Day Nova Scotia he's a current like I always obviously keep Chapk uh, and like I always watch um, the championship scene mm-hmm. obviously so you know like Arcane's always in the mix and there's always these guys like especially I, I always follow the Grand Prix and mm-hmm. I always watch the championship matches and then uh just regardless outside of that I will always watch like a caustic battle I'll always watch a dirtbag Dan battle yeah I'll always watch a Hollahan battle you yeah. know um, Hollahan lost bad Eclipse yeah uh, oh uh, that was so bad and it was like that was a, it was, see that's unfortunate because uh, like that could have been I mean first of all Eclipse Dude, guy's like one of the best writers. And it, period, and it, it was know, also like, since in that small year that Hollahan did not battle like 
uh, Hollihan is just so intense. Like there's not a, and uh, like he really like builds up this very aggressive energy. Mm-hmm. But that's in like a smaller kind of this room. And I think that I think that would have been the first battle that he would have done on like a stage like that. And really, that energy gets really lost. Oh yeah. Movies. Well, I it's totally just like when you. Calico uh, called out like uh, like Loaded Lux mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when he did. That was just it. It was just like no, these guys. It's not that they can't rap. These guys can rap, but it, this this has changed. It's this a stage is presence. completely different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you and I recognize that <clears throat> being outside of that battling industry, where it's like okay, from a musician standpoint or from a comedic standpoint, where you can look at it and go, okay, there's a stage presence issue here, and yeah. which is what I actually liked from the Battle of L.A. stuff, where it's like okay, yeah. they've returned to this like yeah. um, the pit format. Yes. I love that. Yeah, man. me too. I'm not I really like that with too. the stage battles. Me I mean, like if you are, it gets too crazy. Those battles right. are like 45 minutes long. Oh, the I guys know. can't get to their bars. Exactly. It's just, I, I yeah. don't like. You know what? Like let Don Demarco do <laughs> do all the URL smack shit with smack. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Let them do these big things where like Puff Daddy's in like the John Wilkes Booth position. Yeah. up in the balcony. Like let them do those battles. I don't give a shit. I'll watch it. I'll buy the pay-per-view if it's really hot or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, when I want to watch, like, KOTD uh, or back in the day, Grind Time, yeah. Don't Flop, these kind of things, I like the pit mentality. Absolutely. I like that it's, it's um, like, the camera should really be putting you in the heat of it. And when mm-hmm. and some of that is lost, like you're saying, when, when the people are not able to actually capture that emotion because, fuck, we can only set up the camera this far away or at this angle to accommodate for the 200 people on stage plus the you know 2,000 in the crowd it's odd man I want to have like avocado right in the fucking heat yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to catch it I want to feel that and so I don't know that's kind of what was spoiled a bit about this this punch with disaster punching Math Hoffa it makes me feel like I don't know like uh, that could be another classic but like now now you know what I really think is just like the lack of foresight here looking forward Mm-hmm. Like, there wasn't a lot of, like, consideration moving forward. Like, where do they go now? The next L.A. The, card, The worst part know? with this is is that it is going to, and as much as, like, I shit on, they're going to screw things up for sponsors and stuff in the future, mm-hmm. but they're going to bring a lot more people that are interested in that. Like, that's, that's, no, I that's totally interesting. Yeah, yeah. When somebody get, when somebody's in a battle, and, like, how many views is that math punch and dose oh when this shit drops they have it, um yeah. or just the gorilla shit just just getting just punched and are, footage, like two yeah. guys that are that close to each other insulting each other and then one guy hauls out and cracks him like people are gonna get in a battle rap like young yeah. people are gonna get in a battle rap just because of because yeah. of that which kind of sucks but it brings i i don't know and it is part of it i mean you you put that much testosterone on a stage you put that many mm-hmm. like that especially those two guys with beef i just think that maybe every league should have a thing it's like if you get if there's a chance that this is going to go off the rails, mm-hmm. we'll have a ring next to it. You guys can stand out, put get the mics there. down, get yeah. a ring. <laughs> you guys sign waivers. Yeah, yeah prior exactly. to this, with, with contracts waivers. that said if this gets heated, here's we already have it set <laughs> up. Aside. Everyone just take a step to the left, and that way no <laughs> like there's no woman in the crowd getting elbowed in the face, and these guys oh. are trying to like stop it, or you know, or, yeah, or just guys getting drawn in. I it. would rather just see leagues step up and say, look. No tolerance for violence whatsoever. Well, URL kind of did that with with math, and then I I just where did, where did I see that? I think it was on BattleRap.com that, that they let him back in. Like he was only temporarily banned. Like Organic is in a weird position right now, where like math can't battle anywhere else other than KOTD. And well, yeah, what is he do? What like he, is gonna do? And like KOTD has seen like 
they're very well respected as like they still get shit oh. on because it's nerds it's canadian nerds yeah. and all that stuff which, which is bullshit which obviously. is total bullshit yeah. but like that is what they are known for is K- that professionalism yeah kotd is very much a, a tastemaker right now yeah. in, in the league like their reaction to this is going to dictate a lot of precedent. Yeah. Like, a lot of and precedent. And Diz, I mean, like, Diz is one of their main, their top guys. Oh, dude, like, I think Diz is, honestly, guys, like, like, all bullshit aside, Diz is probably one of the, if not the top draw in the industry. Like, I don't, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what I, I mean? Know. Like, that's you, the worst part is Diz would have, like, math, math, I like math. He's, he's fun to watch. He's I fun heard, to listen to, but the bars I heard would have killed him about the, uh, Calculus, or how you can't kill us, or calculus, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole bar scheme he does. I was like, oh shit, he's writing. I'm sure he had heavier bars than that. Yeah, but they just couldn't show anything without the punches being thrown yeah. or whatever. Well, so, like, yeah, you go back and you watch like Henry Bowers versus Diz, or like Swave Seva versus versus uh, Swave Seva versus Diz was uh, so good. And that's when that's when like Diz went to New York by was, himself, but nobody said he'd go to right. New York. And or, he's like, yo, he's like uh, barking at Cost, or uh, sorry, not Cost. Uh, he's barking at Cortez. Yeah, yeah. And then the fucking crowd there that's so good. Yeah. I just, yo, he had that one line. Uh, Diz had that one scheme where he's like he's like uh crashing your crashing your helicopter or uh oh fuck how does it go magic some oh, no, magic no. marker yeah, yeah oh yeah, yeah cra- i hope you fucking crash in a plane like travis barker and i'll fucking come up and write faggot on your face and magic marker and yeah or they, something like that i don't know and the, was. the funny part is i don't even know if you can see it on the video but that part was actually freestyle because there was a there was a hanging uh uh airplane hanging over swave seven and then he just tied it into that whole that whole scheme that oh, he did fuck. yeah i <laughs> like how he, was, he always does the julio iglesias to, to cortez <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah. we go uh I fucking love battle rap. We should totally watch that after the show. I, don't I feel know. like we should do a whole other podcast. Just we could easily, about <laughs> easily do another show. Yeah. Um, I will say though, probably in the interest of motherfucking time, we should probably call it. But yeah. that being said, if uh, people want to follow you, my good friend, how would they go about doing that? Uh, you can find me on uh, Facebook. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm on uh, Instagram at Stephen. Or no, at Instagram is at uh stefan neil mac one n uh twitter stefan MacNeil and uh brad dorian is at if i'm, I'm just totally doing this by memory you, yeah you, you can vouch brad for this. loves you brad underscore loves you yeah yeah, yeah. brad is underscore loves you un- brad underscore loves underscore you yeah is that what it is yeah and you can find uh we did a few short sketches for our for the which tour. are actually really good i yeah. like how you guys just laid out these uh these uh promo ch- uh teaser well, we just uh, kind of showed up yeah. one night and yeah, had a, have a couple of brews and uh, <laughs> set up the camera Bice. and got a little silly. Bice, just uh, have a couple uh, of drinks. But yeah, if you go to Brad Dorian's YouTube page, he also has a bunch of funny videos on there and West Meets East Comedy Tour. West Meets East Comedy Tour You guys yeah. can get all the details for the upcoming tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, we always end the show with some music and uh, I would be happy to go to this next song, which was actually, if I... I'm under the impression I think it was it was 100% engineered I know for sure but it might actually be produced as well and uh, the song is by a group called it was actually 100% produced by Mark Lingelbach or Mark Lingelbach from last <laughs> week on our show Mark Lingelbach and uh, the uh, name of the band is Unlabeled and the name of the song is called Forgotten Souls and uh, it's the single from their new EP coming out which was again 100% 
engineered, possibly 100% produced, not sure, by uh, Mock Lingle Block from uh, Backwards Riding and Lamb's Breath. And uh, yeah, so we're going to go into this right now. Before I do, though, Stefan, why don't you fucking say goodbye to these motherfuckers? Hey, thanks for listening, guys. This was actually a lot of th- a lot of fun, man. Thanks for having me. This no, was great. Thank you for taking time of your day to come down and drink some beer, and then, uh, we'll do a little phoner with, yep. uh, with Brad. Absolutely. Brad Dorian. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, Stefan McNeil and I are saying goodbye. This is Unlabeled Forgotten Souls. Goodbye. All right.